previously on The Dice Girls. Well, 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 what do we have here? You must be Sadie. Won't you come in? What is your mission? I'm searching for someone. His name is, is Wilfric. I have unfinished business with him. Talon is pretty quiet during this whole thing. You can tell by looking at him that he is trying to hide anger. He is very perturbed by this woman. But I have a gnome to try and get some knowledge from. Would you like to stay and watch? This part is a lot of fun. And you see Talon absolutely trembling with anger. And he shoves back his chair and stands up and draws his weapon. Will our adventurers be able to de-escalate the situation? If they fight Sadie, can they win? And most importantly, what sweet new dance moves will Trigus debut? You're about to find out. With sugar and spice and a roll of the dice, you're listening to The Dice Girls. That's probably not good. (laughs) Talon pushes back from the table. His chair scrapes on the floor. He stands up and his face is full of rage and he draws his scimitar. Sadie looks very shocked, but then she quickly regains her composure. Why, my dear, that's not necessary at all. I don't know what is going on here, but there's no need for violence. I'm attached to this gnome. Oh, no. I don't want you to hurt it. Can you hear? Can I hear our conversation? <laughs> yeah, like, I would assume from the I living just, like, room. In the yeah. living room, going, "Oh my god, Trigus!" <laughs> I would assume so. I'm sorry. Oh. <coughs> Say that again. Uh, I like the little person. I normally don't like the little people because they smell and they're annoying. But this one is quiet, <laughs> and she smells good. Well, I'm I'm quite perplexed. I thought you were looking to join our church. Are you not? Do you not share our same desire to grow powerful, to be on the same side as those who are in power? Rachma stands up and reaches out to Talon. She she wants to grab his wrist of the hand that isn't... Well, the hand that's closer. I don't know if it's the hand with the scimitar. I don't know if, which side she's on right now. Or if he's left or right-handed. <laughs> I'm a bad friend. <laughs> You reach for Talon's wrist. He kind of jerks it away. Uh, l- look, look. The trig is here. He's he's surely you've noticed. He's a little. He's a little. He's a little different. Be very careful right now. <laughs> he's just a little different. He doesn't. He doesn't understand the gravity of the situation. Uh, this is all very new for him. I don't know if we have room for people who aren't sure of how they feel. Your friend here seems to have made up his mind how this encounter is going to go. Talon steps forward angrily, says, Dude, you're dang right I have. Sadie very quickly pulls out a short sword. We're going to roll for initiative. Oh Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) 17 plus 1. Three plus four is seven. Okay, so 16. Will someone roll for Talon, please? Eight. <laughs> All right. Plus three, so 11. Better than a... Trigus, will you roll initiative for Sadie? I don't have a dice on me. A two. <laughs> okay. 
is. I love that. (laughs) And, Rachna, you have an inspiration dice because Trigus gave it to you. Before you went into Sadie's. Yeah, oh, the Bardic yeah. Inspiration. Bardic you haven't Inspiration. Used it. Yeah. That oh. you haven't used. Okay. Oh, and, and I was you, supposed to remind you. You have a Bardic Inspiration dice as well because you made me snort on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Trigus has Bardic cool. Inspiration. Okay. You have a D6 and you can roll it and add that number to any ability check, attack roll, or saving throw that you make. So Talon has his weapon drawn, Sadie has pulled out her short sword, and Rachna, it is you, it is your go. I'm just going to pull out. One-handed battle axe. Swing. As 80. That's a six plus strength? Yes, plus your proficiency. You are proficient in your axe. So plus two? So plus two, and then plus your strength. Okay, so that's plus five altogether, so that's 11. So you swing at Sadie, and she she is able to kind of duck out of the way you you do not hit her. And she looks angry. How, how dare you in my own house? And it's Trigus's turn. I walk up to her and I get in her face and I just start dancing really aggressively at her. Like, like I'm just flossing. (laughs) No, you're not. No, you're not. Just to distract her because she's like going to be totally puzzled. And then I'm going to start doing the can can and she doesn't even know what's going on. But what she doesn't know is that I've attached my little poison darts to the toes of my boots. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> okay, before you continue, I love this so much. I'm going to require an action for you to attach those poison darts to your boots. Okay, I attach them. So that would be your action for the turn. Oh, no. Right. So oh, do you no. still want to... But couldn't I have done it when no one was looking? Because I was doing it while you guys were talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to let you retcon that. Cause, no? Because while they were talking, I don't know that you knew things were going south. Okay. Because this is all happening really fast. Remember, okay. every each turn in initiative is uh-huh. six seconds long. Okay. Take Could I have food. the dart hidden in my hand? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have the dart hidden in my hand. Okay. And then I, as I'm dancing, and then I just run, I just stick it in her neck. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love the idea of you like flossing, and while you're doing that, your arm going behind your back is grabbing that was the darts. Yeah, while you're grabbing darts while yeah. you're flossing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I love that. Roll me a sleight of hand check. Oh, oh okay. Is this that is, a d20? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's one of your abilities. Uh, <laughs> okay. This is to determine... 20! <laughs> yeah, you... So you get the... This is to determine if you get the darts in your hands, like, successfully without okay. her noticing. Okay, okay. She doesn't have a clue. Okay. Um, so, so you just stab her in the neck. All right, so for that, we're still going to make you roll an attack roll. Okay. Come on. Come on. A 13. A 13? Uh-huh. Plus stuff. We're going to add your strength because we're going to count this as a melee. Okay, so it's plus one. Okay, so 14. And I don't think you have a proficiency in dark darts. <laughs> so you got a 14. Before I tell you if that succeeds or fails, would you like to use your Bardic Inspiration dice? Okay, yes. I want to do D6. that. Okay. Die is six. Nice. Yes. So 14 plus six. So 20. 20. 20. You got a nat 20 and then an unnatural 20. Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. 
Okay, so you run up to Sadie and you definitely stab her in the neck with this poisoned dart. A poisoned creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Nice. So, yes, that is good. Trigus did a good thing. And Sadie takes one point of damage. Talon sees Trigus. <laughs> Dancing like a fool. Really well, though. Thank you. Um, and, clarifying. And then, yes, yes. Good job, Trigus, on the dancing. I'm sorry, can we paint this picture? <laughs> Do it. Okay, I just swung at Sadie and I missed, and she's like, oh, well, I never. And then, <laughs> and then Trigus <laughs> walks up to her and gets in her face and starts flossing. <laughs> Aggressively. Flossing, the floss dance. By the way, I hate that you know what that is. Like, I hate that so much. And then just out of nowhere, swings his hand and stabs her in the neck. Um, okay, so uh, when you stab her, she... she she's been looking at you with disdain while you danced. And when you stab her, she like puts her hand to her neck real fast and like she pulls the dart out as fast as she can. Trigus, when you stabbed her, you thought you saw for a like a split second of like a flash of red from her when you stabbed her. That's probably not good. <laughs> Talon swings his scimitar at Sadie. He misses. Oh, no. He's pretty angry. His scimitar chinks into the wall behind her, and he struggles for a second to pull it back out. And, Kai, are you doing anything from the other room? I assume she was sitting at, like, the head of the table. Mm-hmm. So, like, is her back... Her back's probably, like, turned towards the door, maybe? So she is standing now. Mm-hmm. She is looking at Trigus because he just stabbed her in the neck yeah. with the dart. So She's, just, like, her attention is not on you. Yeah, so I'll, like, come from behind and try to stab her in the back. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're, you're a gnome, though. You're going to jump up. And yeah, yeah jump you're pretty sure. Stab. <laughs> stab her, like, in the back of the thigh or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. just get her leg. Yeah. Just get her Achilles heel. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Try to take out her legs. Okay. Yeah. Because oh. then stabber. Yeah. So where are you stabbing? Like the back of the knee. <laughs> okay. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> brutal. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go ahead and roll that attack roll. Eight plus two, <laughs> and then plus your strength. Strength plus zero. You do not. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> you do not get her. Uh, Sadie's pretty upset about the dart in her neck, so she's gonna swing her short sword at Trigus. But because. She is now starting to feel the effects of the poison. She has disadvantage. Sweet. So she rolls twice and takes the lower number. That is a 13 and a 5. Oh. So she misses. She swings. <laughs> she swings her short sword at you. And you just floss right out of the way. <laughs> Rachna is going to attack again with her battle axe. And she rolled a 4. <laughs> <laughs> And she's real mad about it. <laughs> but I get to add five because plus three strength plus two proficiency bonus, right? Mm-hmm. So that would bring it up to a nine. And then if I used my bardic inspiration, I could add anywhere from one to six. I found well, out the last turn that 11 wasn't high enough. I'm just going to miss. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and miss. Okay. And, uh, and I'll take my defensive stance that I don't ever say that I do. That's fair. Yeah, Rakta yeah. uh, swings at Sadie and misses. And uh, now it is Trigus's turn. I'm going to just yell scallops <laughs> to confuse her further. 
And then cast Hideous Laughter. <laughs> Ooh. What yeah. does Hideous Laughter do? Uh, a creature of my choice must succeed on a wisdom save or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand for the duration. Okay. So. So, in order to figure out what Sadie needs to roll to avoid this spell, we need to add eight plus your proficiency modifier. Plus two. Okay, and then plus your wisdom, because you use oh, wisdom no, to cast spells. Oh, no, minus one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So Sadie needs to roll a nine in order to avoid this spell. <laughs> oh, my God. She definitely avoids your spell. Oh, no. You attempt to cast this spell on her, and for a second, you think that it works, because she starts oh, laughing. Oh, no. Anyways. But then she looks at you, and she's not laughing anymore. Oh, no. And now it is Talon's turn, and Talon is going to... He's in a rage, basically. I know he doesn't have a rage feature, but he's very angry. <laughs> he's swinging at her. He missed a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> he trips over his feet and smashes his scimitar through the teacup on the table. Uh, I'm sorry, this is the guy that taught me about meditation. <laughs> It is. Yes, it is. All right, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> it's Kai's turn. Uh, I'll go. She still hasn't noticed you. Oh, I'll go for the back of the knee again. Try oh. another sneak attack. <laughs> 10 plus 2, so that's 12. Kai, you almost get her. <sighs> almost. You, you, like, nick the back of her knee, but it doesn't <sighs> do any damage to her. <laughs> And now it is her turn. It's just like a paper cut or something. Like. She's going to swing at Talon this time because he keeps pretty... He keeps yelling Aggressively at yelling at her. There's no need for all the ruckus, my dear. She has disadvantage, but she's going to miss anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she misses. Uh, she swings her uh, short sword at Talon and doesn't hit him. You guys are... This is reminiscent. <laughs> to the- it's like the Three Stooges. <laughs> Getting flashbacks. Getting flashbacks to the snake battle. I know. I know. Rachna, it's your turn. Okay. I'm gonna take a swing. Go for it. It's another six. Didn't I roll six last time? (laughs) I think so. Okay, this time I am going to use my bardic inspiration because I'm getting real tired of this. Okay. We're going to add... (laughs) Six. Yes. So that's 17. 17 definitely hits. Yay. Um, you swung your battle axe at her, correct? Yes. And uh, where does your hit land? I'm thinking like the shoulder, like right at the crick of the neck. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Ouch. All right. That's, and then yeah. roll damage. Okay. It's 1d8. Five. When your axe connects with her neck, you also see like a flash of of red. Okay. It's- is it coming from where I'm, where she's getting cut or is it like her whole body is? It's almost like um, surrounding her. Okay, like an aura or something. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Does she bleed? I assume she does bleed. <laughs> yes, okay. I assume if you could... Just t- I mean, if she's being suspicious with her blinking, then... <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume if you get hit in the neck with a battle axe, <laughs> you probably well, bleed a little. Okay, yeah. And it's, Good. It's, no. Trigus's, it's Trigus's turn. Okay, so I pull out my long sword, and I very angrily say, never laugh at Trigus Garganath. And then I swing for her neck. Same part that Rockna just hit, so we're gonna really do a lot of damage. If you roll, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Roll your attack. Three. (laughs) (laughs) Never laugh at Trigger's (laughs) card. I like real 
embarrassed in real life now. <laughs> she laughs. Oh, oh. Can I kick her? Next turn. Next turn you can kick her. All right. Talon is swinging and missing. Talon. Talon. Talon swings and misses. Go for it, Kai. I'm going to try to get her leg again. <laughs> Thirteen. Okay. <laughs> Plus two. That's a fifteen. All right, you Yay. get her leg. Uh, it's that's a one d four. Okay. That's a two. <laughs> All right, so you do two damage to her, and you also notice that when you stab her in the back of the leg, a brief flash of red encircles her and she definitely notices yeah. you now she definitely knows that you're here yeah. she whips around uh-huh. and grabs the back of her leg and she sees you and her face fills with fury and she swings her short sword at you she has disadvantage she misses oh, real bad real bad i'm too i'm too small yeah you're you like duck yeah out of the way and she swings sucker and now it's rockness turn part of me is thinking of of trying to address uh talon in his in his currently very bad very destructive state um and another part of me is curious about using my divine sense for the first time I like that reaction, so I think I want to do that. Remind me what Divine Sense does. As an action, until the end of my next turn, I know the location of a celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that's not under total cover. You know the type, but not its specific identity. You can also detect a place of an object that was consecrated or desecrated. Have you ever used Divine Sense before? Has Rockna ever used it before? Or is this a new, was this a level 2 ability? She had it when we started. Okay. It's, a, it's an innate it's, paladin skill. Okay, so it's safe to assume that she has used it before. Yes, not in our campaign, but I, right. I would say she's used it before. Okay, you're a little confused when you cast Divine Sense because you don't get the sense that there is a celestial or a fiend or an undead in the area. You don't get that sense. But for the first time, you get the sense that... Something about Sadie was desecrated. And that usually applies to objects or areas. It has never applied to a person before, which confuses you. Also confusing, you sense another desecrated object in the area. Can I tell at least the direction it's in or anything? What room it's in? Um, The other desecrated object is behind you. Okay. (gasps) Magma? No, I'm in the room now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been desecrated and I didn't even know it. (laughs) You two characters don't know any of this, by the way. (laughs) Oh, we don't? Where are we? Well, Well, she just cast the spell. She just knows this information. right, yeah. Trigus and Kai do not know this information. Okay. But she has... She's just standing there glowing. She's... For all we know. Basically, yeah. I don't know what it looks like to cast Divine Sense. Maybe you just stare at her really hard? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She rubs her chin. (laughs) I don't think I would glow, but I do think... um, We haven't ever talked about, like, what my holy symbol is that I carry. Yeah. I imagine that it's just, like, a charm bracelet. I've already got... The most obvious symbol of Bahamut on my chest plate, and it's mm-hmm. the blue shield with the silver dragon dragon facing the left. I think the charm is a little bit different. Like maybe it's just a small silver dragon or something like that. It's not 
It's not the exact same thing, basically. But it's just like a, a bracelet that's like wrapped around her wrist a couple of times. So maybe it's long enough to be a, le- a necklace or similar to a rosary or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah. So I think that when I cast something like Divine Sense, what I do is kind of like instinctively gra- grip it into my hand and use that that moment like concentration to almost instantaneously kind of be able to uh, use this ability. But I'm probably staring kind of hard <laughs> still. Yeah. Because it's, it's confusing information, um, something that I haven't seen before, seeing uh, something that's normally uh, associated with a place or an object coming out of a what I believe to be a, a humanoid person. Right. <laughs> a person. Yes. I'm probably like staring at her real hard like, what the heck? And then I want to turn around and try and look for or see if I can see this desecrated place behind me. It was a desecrated object. Object. Okay. Thing. When you turn around to get a better idea of the direction of the desecrated object, you get the sense that it's behind you. Again? Yes. Okay. What? Hey listeners, this is Chris from Innkeeper's Gem. I'm a friendly Twitter neighborhood mapping content creator. I'm a published author on DMs Guild and a friendly lore master for the Primordial Podcast. I use various software and art programs, including Incarnate, to bring your fantastical worlds to life. From world-spanning continents to small farming villages and the great warband camps of orcs, I can make a map just for you to wow your players. My commission rates are competitive, affordable, and I work with you throughout the entire process to make sure you're happy with the final product. You can find me on Twitter under my handle at InkeepersD20. Follow me and send me a direct message of the Dice Girls are all that for a special Dice Girls fans only discount. Let's bring your tabletop world to life. Hey Dicelings, it's Becca, your DM here with a couple of quick announcements. First of all, I want to say thank you again to everyone who's listening to the show. Thank you for tweeting about us. Thank you for everything, all of your support. It's absolutely fantastic. Speaking of supporters, we have a new patron that we want to thank, FDMNM, which stands for Forever DM No More. They're our newest patron on Patreon, and I'm super excited uh, to get to talk about them because I'm going to be joining them for their Waterdeep Dragon Heist campaign on the next two Tuesdays days on their Twitch channel. I'm super excited to join them. They've been a great friend of the show pretty much since we first started. So to get to play with them is really, really exciting. You can check out our Twitter for more details on those streams, which will again be happening over the next two Tuesdays. Another announcement, another person, another group of people that I want to thank is Critical Bits. Critical Bits is another fantastic actual play podcast. They're playing Masks and they just launched their Patreon this past weekend and they had a live stream uh, going on intermittently for about 48 hours or so. They had us on. Uh, Kim and Alexa and I were able to go and chat with them for about 45 minutes or so and they're fantastic. Their show is hilarious. We all have listened to it. We all enjoy it. So go check them out and thank you so much Critical Bits for having us on this weekend. We had a blast. Oh, 
Speaking of, I should have mentioned this first, probably. Actually, you just heard a wonderful promo for Innkeepers D20 for his maps. They are incredible, and I love the deal that he has going on. So if you DM him on Twitter and say the Dice Girls are all that, you can get a discount on a fantastic map for your campaign. Definitely go check out his stuff, y'all. It's absolutely fantastic. Don't forget that we have launched Eel Mail, which is where our fairy eels can bring us messages from y'all to read during this portion of our podcast. To get to Eel Mail, all you have to do is go to the dicegirlspodcast.com and then it's under the support us menu where you can send a message to someone for their birthday or anniversary or congratulations or if you want to say something to the members of your campaign. Almost anything goes. We're happy to read your messages here and excited to be launching Eel Mail. One more quick thing before I let you guys get back into the action and this is definitely an action-packed episode. Uh, We are going to be recording our February question and answer session in a little less than a week from the release date of this episode. So if you have any questions that you'd like us to answer about our story, about our characters, about the campaign, about our gameplay, any questions at all, uh, just send them on over. You can send them on Twitter. We're at the Dice Girls. You can reach out to us on Facebook, also at the Dice Girls. Instagram, same, at the Dice Girls. You can email us. You can pop into our Discord channel. And all the ways that you can get a hold of us are listed on our website, thedicegirlspodcast.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you again for everything. Y'all are absolutely fantastic, and we don't know what we would do without you. So thank you so much. And now I'm going to let y'all get back to the action. I'll talk to you next week. Rachna would flip back around and feel it behind her again, right? Mm-hmm. And then flip around again. <laughs> and then that would be the final time that she... So she would just turn back towards the battle after that. Like, this is information she needs to deal with later. It takes a defensive stance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it is Trigus's turn. I say to her, you must not have heard me properly. I said, never laugh at Trigus Garganath. And then I just try to slice through her knees. Okay. With the sword. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me an attack roll. A 19. <laughs> you definitely oh my hit her. Okay, how much oh my damage gosh. do you do? A d8. Okay, roll a d8 and see how much yeah. damage you do to That's... her. A 5. Okay, yeah, you you hit Sadie. Uh, her knees are not having a good day okay. today. All right. <laughs> she screams out, and when you hit her, that, that red aura... Um, a little bit longer this time, it flashes. It, again, and it surrounds her whole body. And, and yeah, it just, you all notice it at this point because it lasts for a, a little bit longer than a split second. And it's blood red and it surrounds her whole body and then disappears. And it is Talon's turn and he is going to swing at her. <laughs> Good been, luck, buddy. Talon, Talon. been unluckily ineffective. Talon hits her. Yay! Talon. Talon hits with his scimitar. Um, he is swinging for her side, and he does. He does seven damage. Nice. To her. 
she grabs her side when she gets hit and she kind of doubles over sideways a little bit. And again, as soon as Talon's scimitar makes a connection with her, again, that red aura flashes and it's a little brighter than before. Brighter and a little bit longer before it goes away again. I'm going to try to stick her in the knee again because I think that's probably all I can reach. (laughs) Go for it. Four. Plus two. (laughs) Kai misses. Sadie's going to turn around and swing at Kai. She has disadvantage. That's right. Okay. Still still, low. Yeah. Sadie hits you, Kai, with her short sword. Mm. You take six damage. (gasps) Okay. That's half my hit points. Oh, my God. (laughs) Before I take my attack, I ask her somewhat, almost belligerently, like I imagine I'm just like super freaked out at this moment. What are you? Why, I'm simply someone who's looking to gain power, my dear, and find Wolfric. You've been desecrated. What what happened to you? I can't be desecrated. I'm a high priestess of a church. How ridiculous. I have a divine sense. There's something not right about you. What have you done? How rude. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to start swinging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to swing my battle Three. Oh no! You're just super distracted. She's looking at you a little concerned, a little (laughs) suspiciously. Because I asked her a bunch of questions and then swung like a drunken person. (laughs) (laughs) It would serve you well not to speak of matters of which you have no knowledge at all. And it's Trigus's turn. Okay, I don't even know if this was would work, but I can cast Silent Image. Okay, and. I can create an image that's no longer than a, larger than a 15 foot cube. The image appears at an unoccupied spot and lasts for the duration. The image is visual only. I would like to cast the image of Asmodeus. Do you know what Asmodeus looks like to cast this image? Which she has is- his picture on the wall. <laughs> In a frame. Like when you go into people's houses, they have Jesus. <laughs> she has this is like the Alvin and King of Demons. I think that we I, already established that she doesn't, though. But only, maybe, only maybe, Kai knows that. Maybe only I can see it. Cosmo, whatever his name was, had a picture on his desk. Carmos. <laughs> I really like this, and I want this to happen. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, uh, in the church. In the church, they had, uh, you know, yeah. when, you, when you walked into the church, right. they definitely, uh, not only was the symbol of Asmodeus painted on the on the door, when you walked in, there definitely was at least one picture okay. of Asmodeus hanging on the wall. Okay, so I cast silent image of Asmodeus. Is this image of Asmodeus just standing there? Is he doing anything? He's... Because I think you can make flossing? it... I think you can make it... <laughs> I think you can make it move. He's like just pointing at Satan angrily. (laughs) She's very shocked. And she does take a step back and kind of looks around the room a little wildly. And then she she says, welcome to my home, King. I'm doing your best work here. And she looks at the image for... Approval. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't know if you can. It's visual only. Mm-hmm. It is visual only. And it's silent. Mm-hmm. It's a name. I could try to throw my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Let these people go. Does <laughs> Trigus do that? Yeah. <laughs> Trigus talks out of the side of his mouth. Trigus, please roll me a deception check. <laughs> An eight. Oh no. <laughs> Plus charisma. Plus okay. charisma. 
Two. Plus two, a ten. <laughs> okay. She narrows her eyes when she hears that. <laughs> when she hears He's not words. moving his lips. <laughs> she narrows her eyes and she studies the illusion carefully. She starts looking at it very carefully. And so she is. she gets to do an investigation check on it. She's confused, but it looks pretty real to her. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so she's now just standing there looking confused. It is Talon's turn. He's going to take advantage of the fact that she looks confused and just, again, he has not stopped being... He's, he gave a pause when Asmodeus showed up and, and it was a little... His eyes got wide, but he's still very focused on, on this lady. He missed. It's Kai's turn. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to stab at her legs again. Go for it. 14 plus 2. You stab her in the leg. Woo! What amount of damage does she take? 2. Plus your plus strength? Zero. zero. Okay. When you stab her, that red aura flashes around her again, brighter and longer. And she sees it now, too. Then she looks surprised. You mean Satan sees it? Sadie sees it, sees yes. It? Sadie sees it? Sadie okay. sees her own. The own. And she's surprised. And she looks surprised. Okay. Since she had that interaction with Asmodeus and did that investigation check, we're going to say that was her turn. So now it is Rockness turn. Well, I just noticed that one of the spells that I have is Bless, um, which probably would have come in handy like four turns ago. <laughs> <laughs> what does Bless do? I bless up to three creatures of my choice, and when they make an attack roll or a saving throw, they add one d4. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> it's more talent. It's not too late, I mean. Yeah, but I didn't attack last turn. I like attacking things. Well, that's fair. You do. You Rockna um, do what Rockna wants to do. I think Ashley's stabbier than Rockna right now. <laughs> she's not enraged. She's not. She's more just like confused right now than anything else. And I think that would be reason for her to be more defensive. Maybe even start to think a little clearer. Yeah, so I will cast Bless. And which three creatures do you cast Bless on? Trigus, Kai, and Talon. And so now um, they get to add a, a what? A d4 when they yeah. attack? They add one d4 for an attack roll or a saving throw. Okay. Tell me what this looks like when you cast this spell. What happens? I've still got my holy symbol uh, in my hand. I think I just uh, clasp my hands together in front of me and tilt my head down and close my eyes. And then when I look back up, I use... I'm going to like throw it at people. <laughs> um, no, or is it like a Jedi hand wave? Or is it like... <laughs> you blow it at us like a kiss. <laughs> I wanted the Jedi hand wave, but that sounds hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna blow little kisses. <laughs> Rock and blows little bless kisses. Yeah. And then I catch it. From, <laughs> from her holy symbol, she just. <laughs> in her hand, it's in the palm of her hand, and she blows like she's blowing little kisses. <laughs> And Trigus oh. and Kai and Talon, each individually. So Trigus catches his. <laughs> That's right, yeah. When you catch it, you feel like a warm sensation oh, go over your... And, and Talon cocks his head at you <laughs> in confusion, but he feels the warmth as well. Do you do anything with your kiss? <laughs> no. You also feel the warmth <laughs> surround you, and you have now been blessed. And it is Trigus's turn. Long sword to Sadie's neck. You have been blessed. 
<laughs> and you are going to do double damage okay. because you critted a three. So that's so a six. Okay. Plus your strength modifier. A one. So so you did seven damage nice. to Sadie is what just happened. Yes. Dude. When you hit her, again, the red aura comes back. It's brighter. It doesn't go away this time. And she's starting to look a little weak. And now is surrounded by this blood red aura. And she looks at her arm in confusion. At this moment, Rachna now knows that everyone else sees it too. Because before, none of us discussed that, hey, hey guys. uh, Do you see that? Do you see the red? (laughs) She's blinking. (laughs) So at this point, I can tell that she looks really weak. Um, She's glowing nonstop. Everyone can clearly see it. And so I am going to say... Do we kill her or capture her? What would we do with her if we captured her? We couldn't take her to people because then she would be where people are. And that would be bad. We could have another meeting place. Sadie, (laughs) Sadie, she has still been looking at her arm. And when you say that, she looks at Rachna and starts laughing. Kill her. Oh, snap. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing you can do to me would be worse than what Wolfric has done. Do your best. And she is going to yell in rage and swing at Rachna. Still disadvantage, right? Uh, She misses pretty badly. And she kind of stumbles a bit when she... She's not on the ground, but she trips a little when she swings at you. And it is your turn. Did I remember to say that I took a defense? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. (laughs) Not on the... My last turn was blessing everyone. I didn't say anything that time. Because I would have done something cool. <laughs> I mean, we can absolutely retcon that you said that. I mean, she's she's missing swinging a sword. So I'm stepping out of the way or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she gets carried a little too far forward. And so I want to elbow her in the back to slam her down to the ground. Oh. I like, I like <laughs> this. I like this a lot. We're going to count this as an unarmed strike. And if I succeed, I want to, like, put my foot on her. (laughs) (laughs) I think I can deal with that. Okay, so for an unarmed strike, we're still going to have you roll an attack. No, I thought I might have proficiency in unarmed, but I don't. Do you know what? This does say you are proficient with your unarmed strikes. For real? Yeah. Okay. 16. Ooh. Plus 2 for proficiency. Do I add my strength? Yes. Plus 3, so uh, 21. You definitely hit her. She definitely... She goes flailing to the ground. Um, She is also going to take some damage from this. It is going to be one plus your strength modifier. Three. So she takes four damage. She hits the ground with an oof kind of sound. So the red aura is surrounding her completely now. It hasn't gone away. When she takes that hit, it glows brighter for a moment and then goes back to its regular, the brightness that it was before. Right. And she's face down. And she is now face down. She is definitely prone. She has disadvantage on her attack rolls, which she already has. Oh, I wanted to stomp on her. (laughs) Not like stomp. I wanted to pin her down with my my boot. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead and, I mean, it's not going to do any damage to her, but yeah, if you want to use your foot to pin her to the ground. Yes, I just want to pin her down by putting my foot on her back, like on her, like where her shoulder blades. And it's Trigus' turn. She's down on the ground. She's pinned. And she's face down? She's face down. (laughs) She's struggling. She's struggling to get up. She's struggling. Okay. She's still glowing, right? Yes. It doesn't affect me? No. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to take my long sword again and just try and hit her where she's already been damaged. Okay. Yeah. Neck, the knees. (laughs) Twelve. Plus your strength. One. Okay. And plus your proficiency. Two. 
So 15? 15. Yes. You hit, I hit her. her. Definitely. Okay. What is your damage? Three. <laughs> plus, oh. No, plus strength. Kidding. Yeah, plus oh, strength. four. She, again, when you hit her, the aura glows much brighter than it was, mm-hmm. and then it fades back down. It's a little brighter than it, it's, it's resting brightness is now brighter than it was before. Okay. It's, it's starting to, yeah, it's starting to get quite bright, and it's just, again, this blood red aura that is surrounding her. What did Wolfric do to you? She, like, turns her head. Because she, her face was probably in the ground. <laughs> Something that you could not even begin to comprehend. What a jerk. Why is she so big? <laughs> Try me. Ooh. Dang, girl. <laughs> he not only betrayed my trust in the most heinous fashion, he destroyed the lives of those that I love the most. I must find him and stop him. What did you do to him? You assume so much. I did nothing. Nothing but give him my trust. Nothing but spend decades becoming family. He destroyed us all. Where is he? Don't you believe that if I knew that, I would be there? Where did you send your scouts? Where has the trail led you? How easily you think I would give up such precious information. I'm through with this conversation. Either finish me or let me go. You would rather die than see your vengeance sought out? I believe there are others. I know there are others who search for Wolfric. If I do not succeed, maybe one of them will. Who are they? Nobody you would have ever heard of. Yet. She starts coughing. She stops struggling against you. She's definitely still alive, but she is practically non-responsive at this point. And the the red aura almost fills the room. Oh, gosh. It's so bright. It starts kind of creeping up with her feet, and it's almost slowly just moving up to where, like, her feet no longer have the aura. And it's Kai's turn. Uh, I'll try to stab her again. (laughs) Fifteen! All All right. right. You definitely hit her. And what damage do you do with your dagger? (laughs) Four! Four! Four. Kai, you stab her. She's gonna die. What does it look like? I do like a whole, this is for the gnomes. I stab down into her head. I don't want to be too gory, but it's pretty gross. (laughs) I I would assume. I would assume so. Yeah. A couple of things happen as this final blow hits Sadie. Right before the stab lands, Sadie turns her head a little further, and she looks right at Rachna. (gasps) And when she does, her eyes go wide in surprise, and she tries to move her arm out a little bit. When she actually dies, when the blow lands, two things happen. The first thing that happens, when you look down at Sadie, you notice that there's a symbol. It's up on her shoulder, almost like a tattoo. You didn't see it before. It wasn't there before, and it is now. And the symbol is a black circle, and it's got five vertical ovals of varying heights in it. The tallest is in the middle flanked on either side by two slightly shorter ovals, and on the far left and right are the shortest ovals. And each oval has a white circle floating directly above it. And the five ovals, they're each a different color. They are purple, red, green, blue, and orange. And they're joined together by a thick yellow band. You notice that symbol appear on her arm. The other thing that happens is the red aura that has been slowly creeping up and getting brighter and brighter. It very quickly moves all the way up, all the way up to her head. And then it almost gathers into like a ball of red light. And you all watch 
as it goes across the room to a specific spot. It's an empty spot, and you watch it hover there in the air for a moment, and then it disappears. And when you looked back down in Rockna, you felt this happen. Sadie's body is gone. 